0: Are you a realtor? We've got New Year's resolutions that you've got to take care of this year in 2023. Welcome to episode 216 of KT Confidential,
1: the real estate podcast. Happy New Year, pal. Happy New Year, 2023. How I feel f- this is a good year because... Every year is a good year that you're alive. Sure, but with reference to... Yes, I agree. With reference to how the last few years have been with lockdowns and all that nonsense. This is the first full year, potentially, where there's none of it. Wow, you got 363 days to find that out now. Yes. Well, fingers crossed that I'm, you know, that is the case. But you're right. Back to normal, thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. That's it.
0: You know, I was... uh, (laughs) (laughs) I was actually saying the other day how I think people are actually starting again to, or again, people are now taking for granted what we did go through in 2020, even 2021, some of 2022. Yeah. Why'd you write the word yes? (laughs)
1: <laughs> just to remind myself, coincidentally, I just responded by saying yes to what you were just saying, but it was unrelated to what I was writing. Just, it was relative to so our topic. you meant to, to write
0: something else down, but you wrote yes?
1: No, I wrote yes intentionally. Our topic today, fitting? Yes. <laughs> Again, coincidence. Uh,
0: top New Year's resolutions for realtors. So for those realtors out there, a bunch of realtors follow and listen going to give them some tips today on New Year's resolutions. And this is probably my favorite time of the year. Like the last 10 days, I've spent a lot of time um, just Getting in the mind space of a new year, even though nothing really changes other than the calendar. No.
1: Think of it. I mean, realistically, it could be more like a fiscal year. Like your y- year could start in March. If your January starts off shitty, then mentally re- restructure the right. year. But there
0: if- is something with that new calendar year. So yes. the so fact that in says the 2023 almost. versus 2022. Yeah. Especially if you've had bad shit
1: happen in your life, right? Yeah. It's like you're resetting.
0: It's a... It's a reset.
1: So, but again, you could do that at any point. So don't don't leave it until, you know, twenty twenty four to do it. If the first quarter of the year doesn't did, work out, just I don't reset. know about
0: you, but for me, twenty twenty two just flew by.
1: I, I mean the last few years have. That's true. But yes. Twenty twenty two did if you think as ab- well. <laughs> yeah.
0: If you think about it, COVID Started kind of
1: March ish of 2020. So, 2019, was it? No, 2020. Okay. So, yeah, I've lost all sense of time.
0: Yeah. But we're almost three years since the start of COVID. That's crazy in itself to think about. I see some of my kids' uh, friends' kids, and I'm sure people look at my kids and say the same thing, but Holy smokes, how they've... Right. Last time
1: you saw them, they right? were in diapers, and now they're yeah. running around. Oh, I have friends that <coughs> I've never bikes. even met their kids because they were born during COVID. Yeah.
0: So top New New Year's resolutions for realtors is... Well, I'll ask you. You've got some tips out there for realtors, but are you a resolution-type person and... Do you have any resolutions as a realtor yourself?
1: Um, I never classify them as resolutions. I mean, it's just a different word for goals um, or plans, you know. But I, I, I feel like resolutions, New Year's resolutions are probably, if you look up statistically, I would imagine it's safe to say they're probably the least followed through with. Uh, versus, or, or maybe they're not taken as seriously as they should be versus a goal, a hard handwritten or, you know, you're writing a goal down and and making it happen. But, well, I think the problem is most people don't have an action plan
0: to follow through to accomplish those goals, resolutions. Yes. I want to lose 20 pounds.
1: How's that going to happen? Right. Yeah. What how are you going to do differently? That,
0: how does that break down?
1: Right. And the problem too is a lot of people, excuse me, a lot of people, um, they go too big. Right. Not that they, they dream too big. Right. But their, uh, expectations of how they're getting there are unrealistic. Right. So if you want to lose 50 pounds, you don't, don't expect to get there by January or by the end of February or March. Right. Like have a plan where you just stop eating after eight o'clock, you know. And then after a few weeks, add in, go for a walk once a day, you know, small things to get you there. But I think most people overthink it, then they get all stressed out and then they stop going to the gym and, you know,
0: losing weight and gym has to be going to the gym has to be yeah, high on many people's dreams. Yeah. Which is a nice segue into my first tip for you realtors out there developing good or better eating habits. Yes, that should be right at the top of your New Year's resolutions list because as a realtor, you're on the road a lot. You're working 24-7. So some days might start as early as whatever, 4, 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, but also might end at 11, 12 o'clock at night. And you might not be available to sit down and have a proper meal or three meals to say the least, you know, like um, have a plan, have a plan for how you're going to keep your body nourished
1: for the day. Right. It's a good idea. Nourished. Do you have any ideas on how they can do that?
0: Well, here's the thing. It all depends, and this is going to lead into a couple of other of my points. But if you have, well, I'm going to lead into my other point then, is sticking to a schedule, having a schedule and sticking to it. So if in your schedule you have blocked off 12 to 12.30, as an example, For lunchtime, don't let anything else impede during that time. If you and your family are having dinner at 5 o'clock, don't let anything else impede into that time. Now, sometimes something might pop up that you have to work during that time, but usually you'll know or are able to plan around it, but if you develop consistent habits, so if you're up at the same time every morning, you're making your coffee at the same time, you're grabbing a bite to eat in the morning, everybody likes to eat different things. Yeah. But I think what ends up happening with most realtors is they grab food on the go or they grab food on the fly. You know what I mean? And it, let's face it, it's easy to drive through somewhere and grab a burger and fries. We're all guilty of it. On occasion, it's fine. But if you're doing that on a regular basis, or if you're stopping, and even things like stopping at Tim Hortons. Make your coffee at home. Know what's going into your coffee. Save the money. But you go through a Tim Hortons drive through are you only getting a coffee Are you getting a donut? Are you getting a croissant? Are you getting a breakfast sandwich? That's not good nourishment. Agreed. So develop a routine. Maybe have juices and smoothies in the morning. I have, I've become addicted to these uh, almond butter kind bars. Yeah. They're specifically a breakfast bar.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean.
0: Um, Good ingredients in them not not much sugar um i quite like them but more importantly i find my body operates pretty well on it so usually in the morning i have one coffee black maybe a splash of almond milk usually a splash of almond milk a splash unsweetened organic almond milk and before i leave the house so i'm up and doing my stuff for at least I want to say three hours before I leave the house to come to work. And in that time, yeah, I'm doing some work. I'm doing some personal stuff. But I will try and drink roughly two liters of water before I leave the house. It's a lot.
1: Most people don't drink that in a day. I don't find that it's a lot for me. Well, because you're, you've created a habit. Right. It becomes easier. And I find that
0: we all need that water intake. And, uh, it works well for me. I'm lucky enough that there's usually some leftovers from dinner before. So I have that packaged up the night before. And I try and make sure there's a good assortment of protein, fruit, vegetables. I'm starting to bring, I don't know if you've noticed, I've started to bring fruit here into the office. So bananas, bananas, clementines or mandarins. Yeah. Um, I've got some blueberries in the fridge, little snack things throughout the day. Because I find if I go too long without eating, I get hangry, my brain starts to die off, and I start to feel sluggish. So things like almonds and walnuts, we always have those here as well. Little blueberries, little walnut, you know, things like that. So whatever you like, and make sure it's food that you like to eat.
1: Well, another thing too is a lot of people, the reason they fall off of these things is they don't have... The discipline and the accountability. So, if you're lacking both of those, find somebody to hold you accountable. That could be a hiring a nutritionist or a personal trainer. Or that's actually a good tip. Getting your spouse on board with supporting you—that's uh, a big one. If you don't have supportive spouse, you're doomed to fail. Um, or just finding ways to become more disciplined. Read a book about it. Find you know, you have to take the initiative to do it. I love the idea of
0: hiring a nutritionist. Maybe I should think about that for myself, but if you work with somebody that you can say okay here's here's what my day looks like on an average day. Here's what I like to eat. here's what I'm not getting into my like they'll they'll work with you to sure. see well, there's probably things
1: you didn't even think about
0: right right I'm am
1: confident I, there are am I getting enough vitamin A am I getting enough iron in my diet, whatever well, and to the point where um, Alicia once went to a nutritionist and they did blood work and everything because yeah. apparently, uh, depending on your body, your certain things are going to react differently with you than someone else. So for her, yep. protein was a big thing. And they said, you should just have meatballs as snacks, like have a lot of protein available to eat as snacks instead of somebody else who maybe you should have fruits and nuts, you know, whatever. So you probably don't even know what you need. Hey, did you see that Ian? When you at In n Out Burger, they have
0: options for protein style. What is your, yeah, I know heard, so basically,
1: chicken, beef.
0: No, 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 no. Listen to this. Yeah, well, they take their normal menu, which is burgers. So, as Ian knows, my go-to at In n Out, double double animal style, which is two burgers. Speaking of healthy eating habits. Oh fuck, I know. Oh, man, I'm craving one so badly, though, <laughs> since he said he went on his California trip. Uh, two patties, two slices of cheese, uh, animal sauce, the animal style sauce, which is kind of like a Big Mac sauce. Um, grilled onions, tomato, but then they wrap it in lettuce. Right. Instead of a bun? Instead of a bun. Okay. So you can actually order that there.
1: So nutrition.
0: Better eating habits, yes. uh, because if you've got, I'm allergic to something this morning. If you've got um, that right nutrition going into your body, you're less hangry. You're you're alert. You're not as tired. You, that's got to be a goal for most realtor. Like if you're a realtor, and you need to be on from nine to nine you're really on from eight to 10, let's say that's a 14 hour day, seven days a week.
1: If your body's not getting the right nutrition, then that's not good. That leads into my, all right, let's go. I've I've just two things Yep. that leads into my first one, which is um, work hard, play hard and being 100% present in whichever zone you're in.
0: You're going to take your own advice though, this year, right? 100%. Good.
1: Uh, So, When you say, you know, you're working a 14 hour long day, how many hours during that are you, how many minutes during that 14 hours are you actually being productive? Right. And how much work actually went into that day. (laughs) Right. Like a lot of people say they're busy, but probably have, probably can count on their hand how many things they accomplished or how many minutes or hours they worked during that time. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and it goes back to my, when we started in the automotive industry and I was, I know, I know you hate when I bring up this reference, but this is my life. So live with it. So I remember when I, I realized, okay, I'm here for at least eight hours in the car business. I'm here for at least eight hours a day. I can sit here shooting the shit with these other lazy salespeople that don't earn any income, or I can spend the same amount of time just sitting at my desk, making phone calls, being productive. So I just... Took the same hours I was putting in anyways. And instead of wasting them, I made them productive. And in one year, I doubled my income. And that was without learning how to be more efficient, without learning any new sales techniques, without improving my mind at all. It was just redirecting my efforts. So my big thing to people would be, if you have a block of time where you'd like to be working, work. That's it
0: which goes hand in hand with my next two points that kind of blend together. I've mentioned one of them. Stick to a schedule. Yeah. I am big on that with all of our realtors on the team. Some of them are better than others at it. Some of them are just learning how to do it. Some of them it's like pulling teeth from a rhinoceros.
1: Well, and this would be specifically having times blocked off in your calendar. Exactly. Yes.
0: So the day before you start your day, so today is Monday, Sunday night, Sunday evening, not night because I think there should be some unwind and downtime after you do this task. And I always suggest sitting down with a beverage of your choice something that you enjoy to drink whether it's a glass of wine it can be a nice tea but just decompress from the day at hand and i'm a big pen to paper kind of person so don't put it in your phone
1: well you can't say that and whatever works for them
0: i guess you're right i have my I have okay, my, my but, to-do but list has out. changed to my phone fine If you have a specific way that you like to do things and you actually do it and, uh, you know, you do it well, that's good for you. But there is something mentally that happens when you physically write out those thoughts, at least for me. And I find that a lot of people that I talk to about this um, agree with me. So however you want to do it, write down. What you're gonna do the next day. So have your task list, your to-do list, and then have your blocked times. So you know exactly if I'm working today from 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. and you don't have any appointments after five o'clock. What am I doing between nine and five? Every half hour, every hour, if you mix it up. 15 minutes for here, 15 minutes for there. But make sure it includes all of your tasks and to-dos and also leaves room. So like you said, back in the automotive selling days, you buckling down and making phone calls. Well, phone calls are a big component and follow-up is a big component to any realtor's business plan. When are you making those phone calls? Right. Don't just do it randomly and say, oh, I, I should make some phone
1: calls. Right. Say when you're doing it and how many you intend to do. And stick to it. Yes.
0: And then if your calendar tells you what you're doing up until five o'clock and all of those times are locked off, you've got a plan, you know exactly what you're doing within those time slots you will feel so damn accomplished. You will accomplish more in that day than a lot of realtors would in
1: the week. A week, And it's, but it's okay. Not like, don't feel bad. Don't get down on yourself. If you don't complete everything on the list, as long as you're making some progress and then you move things from one day to the next, but don't put off. If there's something you're afraid to do, or you're, you're afraid to make a particular call, that should become a priority for you. If you're concerned about calling a particular person because you haven't spoken with them in a while and you feel like it might be an awkward conversation or you think that person might be upset because you haven't called. If you don't do it, you need to call them. It's always in the back of your
0: head. Yes. Or it's always on your to-do list and it keeps carrying and carrying and carrying.
1: It's like if you're standing on the diving board. The longer you stand there and look at the water, the harder it becomes to jump. I feel like that was a great analogy.
0: I was just going to say, you really pulled that one out of nowhere. Yeah. So the next point was be consistent. Oh, and by the way, just going back to the scheduling thing. So the challenge I think a lot of realtors have is blocking off personal time and sticking to that personal time. And then you end up working seven days a week and don't take any time for yourself or don't take any, you know, good downtime with your family and your children. Right. And if you do have that downtime for yourself or your family, shut your phone off.
1: Well, that goes back to what I was saying. I talked about the work hard, not the play hard, but the work. So it goes the same way with both. Because if you're, if you have if you plan to work during a block of time, but you're not doing anything, you're not being productive, you may not, you may as well have not been there and been doing something else that you enjoyed. Right. And if you're with your family, but looking at your phone all the time, right. And I'm guilty of this, you may as well be at work. Right. Working. Right. So whatever zone you're in, be in it, be present, hundred percent present, focused. And, uh, eliminate as many distractions as you can so you can be productive. Otherwise, you may as well just not be doing anything.
0: And once you get in the rhythm of being productive during the hours you're supposed to be productive in, it'll clear your mind, not only for the next time you're back at work, um, it also clears your mind for your personal space because, let's face it, your thoughts during business hours can impede... Your thoughts during personal hours?
1: Yeah. Well, and if you if if you struggle with the whole personal like uh, disconnecting, and th- there's always exceptions. You know, there's emergency things, things that need to be attended sure. to quicker than others. But you know, you can do things to eliminate the stress of that because I I struggle with that. It's being concerned that people are worried or frustrated if I'm not responding to them. Although I think that's more just, that's just a mindset I have. And it's probably not the case in most instances, but you can update your voicemail to say, you know, today is Monday. What is the date today? Monday, January the 2nd. And um, I will be unavailable between five or after 5 PM, whatever. Like just say on your voicemail, what you're doing or when you're, where you're at, whether you're going to respond, when you will respond. And then you don't have to worry about it.
0: The mass... I don't know, audience, the consumers of real estate, potential clients, don't necessarily care anymore when they're messaging you. They almost expect that as a realtor, if they message you at 10 o'clock, that they'll get an answer because a lot of realtors do answer. Um, But we also have to understand that there are, There's a significant amount of people that even when they message you at 10 o'clock at night, they don't expect a return text. That's what I was just going to say. They're doing it to get it off of their to-do list. Yes. So at the end of the night, they're like, oh, shit, I had to message Adrian. I forgot. And they they don't recognize that you as the end user are getting that text. And almost feel obligated to respond because text is a live chat. Right. And I've talked to so many of my clients that will message me late at night and I respond and they're like, oh, shit, we didn't expect I it you. it all the time. Yeah, yeah, I didn't expect you to reply. I was just doing it because I forgot or I wanted to mention this to you or whatever, but you didn't have to reply. You could have replied to me sometime tomorrow. So setting expectations, like setting your voicemail up appropriately in your email and your signature.
1: And one day Apple will come up with an autoresponder. Oh man, for texts? They must. I don't know why they have It's brutal. And somebody's going to come on here and comment on the video and say, oh, they have. You just put it into this car mode, the driving mode. And that works until you touch your phone. As soon as you touch your phone, it turns that mode off. So save yourself the comment. Right. And you know,
0: when it comes to things like time off, I've been pretty good in the last couple of years with taking Saturdays off. And the clients that I'm working with, no, I don't do any work on Saturday. That's my day off. I take one day off a week and I don't care what's going on in business world. I don't care how emergency it is. We have teammates that know I'm off on Saturdays. You included. Somebody else will take care
1: of it. Well, and that's the nice thing with working with the team. Like today is Monday. Steve Bruman's day off. It's in the calendar. It's always his day off I'm, every Monday. And he yep. he's excellent at taking it off and, and funny. Occasionally I'll forget, but most of the time I'll remember. I check the calendar. Right. But sometimes I forget. Um, you know, and he's got his support system to help him out, and people that know him know that he's not working Monday right. they call our one eight hundred number somebody else helps out, or right. they have one of
0: our emails and but it never even comes up because they they just know right, and they wait until Tuesday,
1: yeah um the reason I wrote yes down right is because. Uh, So the mindset behind that is just to say yes to more things.
0: Ooh, that's going to tie in nicely to my next point.
1: So the most successful real estate agents are the ones with the biggest network. And this goes this way in business. It's who you know, now what you know. And you need to get in front of more people. So if you're invited out to something or given the opportunity to do something and your natural reaction is to say no because you're it's un, you're unfamiliar with it or you're uncomfortable with it or it's out of your, you know, out of your comfort zone.
0: I'll remind you that next time Francis from Aiden Co invites you. I've to already fa- told him
1: that I'll have to do it next time. this fashion shows you'll yeah. be a model. Yeah. Well, I told him I told him later, I said, Oh, I'm gonna have to do this for you next year. And it's because of this, right? Like the more people you know, the more successful you're gonna be. If you're hiding in your home. With your family, not doing anything, you're just going to, you're bound to fail. You're not going to grow. You need to get out in front of more people. So you need to do things you're not comfortable with in order to grow.
0: Well, as a realtor, and yes, I'll agree to that whole concept, but we do live in an era where you can network and meet people and do all of that online and virtually too, So it's just about putting yourself out there more, whether in person or online, and everybody's going to have their, you know, preferred ways of networking. My last point ties into this nicely. It's actually my preferred way of networking or staying in touch and embracing the client base that you might already have or meeting new people, developing friendships. I call it breaking bread. At least three times a week. So what is breaking bread? Well, sit down and eat something together. Eat something, like, eat something. Eat something. <laughs> eat. Eat. Um, why? And not just a coffee. Don't just get together for a coffee. Technically, yes, that could be kind of a breaking bread thing, but eating
1: is a... Everybody has to do it. Right. right. Common well, ground. It.
0: It's... It's something that in any culture when you think of some of your happiest times it might be with friends and family what do you do with friends and family you have a barbecue you we have you you have a turkey <laughs> you have a turkey dinner you You go to grandma's every Sunday for the same meal.
1: Some cultures are better at it. Like there's some people I'll go to their house and they'll just on a whim say, Oh, come in for dinner. You, we've got all this food. Come join us. Yeah.
0: And there's 10 other people there and it's like a Tuesday. Half of
1: them got there because of the same scenario. Right.
0: And in certain cultures, there are certain foods that bring those people together and, so as an example, growing up, my dad's side of the family, the Hungarian side, my grandmother made a Sunday we we called it dinner, but it was usually served like at 3:30, 4 o'clock. Same thing every Sunday. Pork schnitzel, fried red cabbage. Fried potatoes. You've made this for me. Cucumber salad. Yes, I did when you were up at the cottage. I've made that exact meal for you. Delicious meal. Yes. We have um you know, you have a glass of red. Actually, nobody in my family really drank, so it was always like a pop or something like that. But anyways, that was the meal. Every Sunday, same time.
1: Talk about consistency. We did it with a roast beef dinner. Right. Roast beef, roast potatoes.
0: Um So there's just something that happens mentally when you're having a meal together, when you're eating something, especially if it's a, you know, something delicious. I enjoy breaking bread that way with people that I know, that I don't know. So as an example, we've got a couple of suppliers that are newer to the team over the last year. I've been talking to them about just getting together We're going to go out for a lunch or a dinner. You sit back, you relax, you enjoy some good food, good conversation. If you're a realtor in 2023 and you're not breaking bread two, three, four times a week with people you know, people you don't know, I don't care. If you're not doing that consistently every week, you are not maximizing your opportunities. And what a tough job. Right. Right? Right. Your job is to literally go out and eat and drink with people.
1: Right. You'll make some great friendships along the way too.
0: Fantastic friendships. Realtors always end up, and I don't care how good or bad of a realtor you are, people that choose to do business with you, more often than not, appreciated your service. And if you have common ground with these people. Maybe you're the same age. You like the same things. You have kids, same age, whatever. You always end up finding common ground. And as you get to know them, you're going to actually start liking some of them. They're going to start liking you. You're going to build friendships. Yeah. And to say, hey, Mr. Customer, I've really enjoyed working with you over the last month or two. I'm so happy for your New home, can't wait till you guys move in and all of that. Can I treat you to my favorite meal in town? Would love to get to know you better, kind of thing. And that's part of your job, if you think about it. Yeah, 100%. Was that your stomach? Am oh, I making you did hungry? Did you hear it? Yeah.
1: Oh, man, I'm starving. Can you hear it? I wonder the, okay, if the good. mics picked it up. No, he said no. Robbie says no. So that's
0: it. Um, <coughs> that Those were mine. Better eating habits. Give yourself the nutrition and the mindset. Um, stick to a schedule. And for all you KT realtors that are listening, I know you all listen on a regular basis. I am going to be cementing this into your head again this year. It's having that calendar that tells you exactly what you are doing at any given moment throughout the day. And what I didn't say, actually, is... You don't have to be a nine to fiver in this career. It has to be your full-time gig. Forget about having a part-time job, but it doesn't have to be nine to five per se. It could be that you like to work and feel more efficient working later in the evening, and maybe your spouse works later in the evening and that just happens to work as a family schedule. So if you like working, like I used to love working from 7 o'clock at night to 10 o'clock at night, just before I would wind down for bed or whatever. I enjoyed that time. Why? My spouse used to work from 4 o'clock and not get home till 11. I used to have a nice dinner, relax a little bit, and then I would just chill out in my home office with a glass of wine And I would get a ton of work done for a few hours. So whatever it is, have a calendar that tells you what you're going to do. Plan it the day ahead of time. And then be consistent.
1: Well, and on that note with hours, if you are expecting an average income, you need to be putting in at least nine to five. Of actually working. Of actually working. So eight hours, eight and a half, nine hours, whatever. Of actually working. If you're expecting to be successful in this business, sorry, that's subjective. If you if you want above average income, you need to be putting in above average work, productive work. Yes. So if you are uh, you know, if you have a family and you have to be at home for certain times to accommodate meals or sports or whatever, then you need to allocate time elsewhere to do it. So if that means working late into the evening, maybe even till two o'clock in the morning. So be it. But you have to put in the hours to get the results, period.
0: Well, the beauty behind being a realtor or really any salesperson, if you think about it, commission-based, you're not making money unless you make a sale. Right. Um, The beauty is if you develop good habits and you're working smart, you're working hard, you're being consistent, your calendar is full of activities that you're actually working with, If you do that, after a few years, your database will actually start to produce income for you. Yeah. So the hard work has to happen in the beginning of your career. I mean, it can happen at any time, but the faster that you do that hard work and put that time in, the sooner that it's going to start paying you dividends. And that's why some of the most Successful realtors are the ones that have been in it for a long time.
1: Not necessarily doing the right way, but um, yeah. So right. Well, that and that goes back to my first point. You're there putting the time, make it worth your while.
0: There you go. For those realtors that were listening or watching, share this with your colleagues, share this with other realtors, and regardless if you're employed by our brokerage or our team or you're halfway across the country, you work for Remax, doesn't matter. If you want some advice, you want a mentor, you want to know something about something that we do in our business, we're an open book. Send us a DM. We're happy to answer. That's it. See you next week. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Episode 216 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. If you are a realtor and you have any questions, comments, you want to chat about anything, you want some advice, send us a DM, leave us a message and give us a thumbs up. Hope you enjoyed it.